happy Sunday. It's July 22nd. The day after Connie's birthday. Yay. We have a newly minted 24-year-old in our midst. How exciting. <laughs> How do you feel? Wiser? I feel the same. Smarter? My sister actually asked me that too. She was like, how is being 24 feeling? I, know, I was like, literally really the same question. as 23. But, I mean, it was Your a nice birthday. I'm at home. I got to watch Hamilton, which was super fun. And now we're eating um, cupcakes that Jumbo sent me. So thanks. Shout out to Jumbo. <laughs> Shout out to Jumbo because I benefit as well. <laughs> you know why? This all falls back to when you got a sushi and Jumbo Aww. benefited from you being my big and now you benefit after the one time I got you sushi it wasn't even good sushi it was from that ramen place in Westwood oh my gosh this one has hot fudge inside like is it underneath. in it? like underneath Ooh. you should eat it this anyway. one's really good because it's like banana bread it's like a it's like a sundae cream cheese so it's like a cream cheese frosting with like all the sundae stuff like hot fudge um sprinkles nuts and then there's like a cherry but then the cupcake part was like banana bread yeah so it's good it's good was the frosting vanilla uh i don't know actually possibly i think it was vanilla but the red velvet one's good too classic But yeah, so while we're eating these cupcakes, how fitting for the topic we want to talk about today. Quite fitting. So Angela picked the topic for tonight. Take it away, Angela. All right. So a couple weeks ago, Connie introduced me to this new podcast, not a new podcast, but this podcast called Dear Sugars. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a New York Times podcast, which there are a lot of, and it's basically like an advice column where people can write in anonymously about whatever they want, whatever the concern is, and ask them for advice. And it's two people, and the woman is Cheryl Strayed, who is the writer of the book Wild, which they made a movie out of with Reese Witherspoon. I've never read it, I've never watched it, but I heard it's a good I think you should read, I've heard that you should read the book before you watch the movie because mm. as usual, movies can never really fully depict a book right, as well. Right, right. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> the one podcast that Connie recommended to me was about body image and it was a really great podcast because, or episode because they were talking about how every woman or man, but a lot of women, especially in today's society, can relate to this topic because it focused on body weight and body image and how everyone has a story or a journey or just this defining issue in their life about how weight is a problem, I guess, in their in their mind and they always come back to being for some for some most women I guess for yeah for most women it's feeling like you're not skinny enough because in today's society it's all about people being thin and fit but I know I want to give a shout not a shout out but I also want to acknowledge that there are women out there who feel really skinny and feel that they're not attractive because of that as well but Overall, this podcast is really interesting because it just talked about how women will never feel adequate, I guess, Mm -hmm. because whether it's you're too skinny or you're too fat, you're always told that you're not good enough, and it's so easy to internalize these issues, and my personal experience is just, even from childhood, it's always been a problem, and it's it's not even a problem. It's just the problem itself is that we are told that it is a problem, that mm-hmm. our weight is a problem, right? And so I know it's like a kind of deep issue and there's a lot of layers to it, but I think Connie and I talk about it a lot um, just because it is such a prevalent issue in society and it comes up in everyday life as a woman in America. So 
why not? Yeah. Why not today? And I think just sitting here thinking about it, we're so... It comes up actually a lot, not just, like, with us, but in, like, day-to-day conversation with people. Hmm. The idea of, like, I feel fat, or I didn't eat this, or I shouldn't eat this, or, like, I'm just going to do this. Like, there's all... there. I can't even... I'm, wow, I can't talk. It's like you can count it at least probably like 10 times. In a day. In a day that somebody somewhere says something of yeah. that sort. But like nobody goes to like the root of the issue, which is I'm insecure about my body. Right. You know what I mean? And you're insecure because someone told you that you should be insecure about right. it. Right. But then we brush off comments like, oh, like I ate a whole like, I ate a whole cupcake. Mm-hmm. But it's like okay, what is so like, how many calories what is that statement is gonna like what is that statement gonna do? But you're just right. saying it because instead of being like, okay, I ate this whole cupcake and now I feel like I'm gonna get fat and what if I gain weight and it just goes into this whole thing of like oh my gosh I already feel like I'm so fat like instead of talking about the real issue mm-hmm. of like how we feel unnecessarily have these like ideas of like insecurities and body image yeah nobody talks about it and we just say like random comments about it i think these days it's also easier to mask it by saying like oh i'm trying to be healthy yeah because by saying oh i'm trying to be healthy i want to cut out sweets i want to cut all these things like i'm glad you're trying to be healthy and yeah you should eat more vegetables eat more fruits whatever cut out soda and unnecessary items out of your diet Mm -hmm. but a lot of the times that's just an easier thing to say than i'm trying to lose weight or like, right. I'm just, I'd want to look, quote unquote, better. Yeah. Because I don't want to be the fat girl or something, you know? Yeah. Like, and I think yeah. going with that too, it's it's such a health trend these days to be like healthy. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I think as two people in healthcare, that's really important. Of course, mm-hmm. you need to take care of your body. There's so much crappy food out there these mm-hmm. days that it's like, you have to really be educational and make good decisions right. about what you eat. But I think because of this whole, like, health trend, you're right. Like, so many people say, like, oh, I'm just going to be healthy. Like, yeah. But you become so obsessed with the idea of being healthy. Or, like, even exercise. Like, I feel like so many people are obsessed with exercising. Yeah, yeah, it's helpful and it's healthy. But they're also not – are they actually doing it for the reason, the right reason? Right, and it's also healthy to give your body breaks and to let yourself rest and let your muscles – Right, and I think – it's funny, I watched this YouTuber, obviously. <laughs> Is it the girl that sounds like me? Yeah. Um, she's really sweet. She's, like, really um, peppy. But she t- went through this huge, like, body transformation where she mm-hmm. lost, like, over 60 pounds. And I watch her vlogs, and she goes to Soul Cycle every single day. Sometimes she does two to three workouts a day. And I'm like... That's awesome, you know? Like, doing exercises is great. Going to yoga, going to cycling. But then there's a part of me that's also, like, but when do you get to just, like, relax? Like, when do you... And I mean, okay, granted, I don't know this girl personally. And all you know is what she puts on her Right, so it's, like, maybe, you know, she is taking breaks, and I can't sit here and judge her whole health history. But, like, it's things like that. I think even as a viewer, like seeing things like that, that makes me think like, oh my gosh, should I be going to Soul Cycle every day? Like, no. You know what I mean? But it just like yeah. makes you think that because that's what everyone sells right. you. Is like this idea that you have to be like fit or you have to be oh, skinny. Man. And if you're like anything in between, even if the you're just like a little pudgy, it's like not yeah. cute. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and I, I think we talked about this before I don't know but like I said earlier it real for me at least it really did stem in childhood yeah like my one of I say it's traumatizing because it obviously has stuck with me for so long but I was always like a chubby kid it was just the way it was and I remember like I couldn't fit into dance costumes and people would just be like oh can you just try to lose weight before the recital so you could fit into it yeah this is me like at six or seven and then I remember when I was eight, like, I was with my dad at a grocery store, and we ran into a stranger to me, and she, like, took one look at me. I never met her before, and she goes, oh, she is really chubby, because I guess, like, it had spread among the family chain, like, um, what is it, grapevine, that, like, oh, like, they had, this girl's really chubby, you know, Uh like, 
Asians. But I remember that memory so explicitly. And it was just like afterwards, I think my dad was worried about my health. But my, afterwards, my dad was like, see, it's not just mom and dad that says you're chubby. Like Aww. everyone knows that you're chubby. Yeah. And it was so traumatizing like yeah, of course and so ever since I was eight you know mm-hmm. like I was used to being the chubby kid and I was fi- I think it was fine until high school but high school I've told told you about this like I probably I did have disordered eating like not an eating disorder but I counted calories I would go to the gym and try to work off all the calories of 90 do- or 90 calorie apple I ate earlier and I, like, wouldn't eat lunch, and I would, like, go to a dance club, you know? It was, mm-hmm. it was pretty bad, and I, like, remember seeing pictures um, of me back then at my skinniest when I was, like, 15, I think, and um, when I was 15, I remember thinking, like, oh, like, I'll never have a flat stomach, I'll never, like, have toned arms or, like, nice legs, and... 10 years later, looking at those pictures, I did have a flat stomach and I did have toned, like, so it just shows that in the moment, you never, you have, like, body dysmorphia is real, mm-hmm. you know, and so 15-year-old me didn't see how skinny I was, but, like, 25-year-old me can. Yeah. But just to go back to what me and Connie were talking earlier, like, before we were recording, but I was telling her, now that I started work, I don't eat lunch a lot and it's not that I like don't have time or that like I don't have money to buy it or anything but it's I it's easier just not to eat it sometimes um because I would have to like either pack it the night before or I would have to go out and buy it which is like ten dollars a salad here in New York Mm -hmm. um and in the couple weeks I've been working like I've noticed that I am slimmer but I know that I'm only slimmer because I don't eat, which is completely unhealthy and that it's not a great decision to make. But it's nice to see that I am slightly slimmer. And it's yeah. like, I know it's wrong, but I, because I was such a fat kid, like once, once a fat, I've heard that like once a fat kid, you're always a fat kid. Like, cause you have that mentality with you. Like no matter how skinny you are, it'll never be skinny enough. Mm-hmm. And it's, a real, this is what I think is a real problem, is that, like, even though it's me and it's my life and I'm making my decisions as an adult and I, like, in that being in the healthcare field, I know exactly what is wrong about these things. Yeah. I still do it because it is one of my biggest insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's, it's kind, I don't think I'll ever really get over it because it's been such an ingrained part of my identity. Mm-hmm. But it's hard now, especially in this wave of, like, love your body, be proud of your body, like, all body types, you know? Which I am a complete advocate for because you have to love who you are, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you only have one body and you only have one life, so you might as well live it. But there will always be that, like, nagging part of me that's always a fat kid and will always be wondering how people see me mm-hmm. and how I see myself, I guess. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's, I don't know what, like, the goal of discussing this was, uh-huh. but I, it'll be interesting to see in 10 years and 15 years how I feel because yeah. I have a strong inkling that my mindset won't be changed, really. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Actually, that's true. I don't know. Maybe I'll, like, have a kid, and maybe I'll have a daughter, and maybe I won't want my daughter to feel the same way I did. Yeah. But who's... There's only so much you can control in your kid's world. Yeah. Like, what if my... I wasn't really bullied at school. Actually, sixth grade, I remember. Um, I have, like, really big calves, just because genetically. Mm-hmm. But I was but also, like, a chubby kid in sixth grade. Uh-huh. But, um... I hated my calves in sixth grade, by the way. They're okay now. But I remember we were in PE class, and I was, like, a fat kid. And this one girl, I'm not going to say her name, but I know your name. (laughs) Your initials are... In case you're out there (laughs) listening to this podcast. If anyone was, like... I went through K to 12 with this girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Everyone who went to K through twelve with me will know this girl. Yeah. But she like pointed at my legs and was like, Angela, what are your why are your legs like that? And I was I did dance, so like I had like some you know, like yeah. there were some leg muscles in my legs. So I was like, Oh, like those are just my calf muscles. And she looked at her friend and goes, Oh, they're muscles? And then they like started laughing and I was just like you're a dumbass in my head. <laughs> in sixth grade. But yeah, but like it just made me, you know, like Dude, kids are freaking. The rude. fact that I remember this, maybe it was like too close to like my dad calling me back or whatever. But oh, yeah. but it just like layers on layers, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, are you sure your your legs aren't fat too? It's like, mm-hmm. by the way, calves can't get that fat. Yeah. But it was just another thing that I remember internalizing. Yeah. And then. Like, in high school, it was always like, oh, like, do I not have a boyfriend because I'm too, like, not skinny oh, enough? And uh-huh. then, in, you know, it just, like, it's always one of those things in the back of my head where it's like, yeah. oh, am I not being considered for this job because I don't look healthy enough? And, like, I'm not as It's just, like, always a creeping thought. Yeah. And it's, like, I mean, that's a whole other issue is, like, oh, am I not attractive enough mm-hmm. because X, Y, and Z, but whatever. Um, but it's all, if you were to ask me what my biggest insecurity was at age 12, 15, 18, now 25, like it would have always been the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why weight has always been like. Of course. I agree. A touchy subject. Yeah. You know? I think it is for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you were saying like, you know, I don't understand, I don't know like what'll come about us talking about it, but I think it's like helpful to even just discuss it because then you're aware of it and then also it's just really fighting that stigma of like oh we can't talk about it yeah you know what I mean people have been more open about it and I think it's good but I think like famous people are open about it Mm. like fit insta famous people are open about it but it's not like day-to-day people are open about it you know what I mean but I think it's like, okay, so you're saying you think you're going to listen back to this podcast in 10 years and you're going to have a similar mentality. So yeah. do you think nothing has changed from 10 years ago? Or is there something now in that you think In terms of, like, back? how I live my life? Or, like, what you think about your body? Or do you think, like, you know, like you covered already the fact, like, yes, this is going to be, like, an insecurity. Yeah. And it might be one of your biggest for whoever knows how long, too. Mm-hmm. And I, like, understand that. But you were saying, like, okay, say when you're 35 you think you're going to have a similar mentality. But yeah. looking back 10 years to when you were, like, 15, mm-hmm. is there anything you feel like you've kind of... How do I phrase this? It's like, is there anything you look back on and you're like, you know what, I, like, overcame that, though, part of that part of my insecurity? Or, like, or do you think it's the same, like, constant insecurity? Like, you were kind of saying yeah. before, like, oh, I used to calorie count a lot, but I don't do that anymore. I don't, but... I also don't eat a, like, like do you I think cut out a whole like, meal in my day. Yeah, but it's, like, do you think, so in that sense, is it, like, you're just replacing yeah. things in your life? Or is it, like, you realizing that, oh, counting calories isn't healthy, but then this other thing just no. happened to form, too? Or is it just kind of, like, this is replacing the calorie counting? Do you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, no, I do know yeah. what you're trying to say. And... If I'm being honest with you, I don't think I've changed much. Yeah. Like, and I know that's a terrible, like, no, not I terrible, mean, but... No, I just wanted to know, like, yeah. your idea of it, you know? Yeah, so I think back in high school, yeah, I would calorie count. In college, I calorie counted a little bit, too. Yeah, I think everybody does. Um, but now, I don't calorie count, but I also do think, like you were saying about replacing things, like, oh, today I walked two miles because New York City, so maybe I will treat myself to, like, mm. a cupcake, you know? Because at the back of your mind, are those, it, like, calories it equivalent to you? <laughs> out. I mean, I know it's not, because walking doesn't kill No, 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 but I, I mean, you know like, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, as sad as it is for me to admit, my mindset hasn't changed very, di- like, much since yeah. I was 15, and it's, like, it's only reinforced by the fact that there's so many pictures of us, you know, mm. and it's so easy to look at pictures and be like, my arms are so much skinnier in this picture, mm. and, like, my face was a lot more defined, like, my cheekbones were a lot more defined, 
it's like you are your own greatest yeah, critic. Yeah, of course, yeah. But it's it's I would be lying if I said one of the first things I know like notice in pictures is my weight in that mm-hmm. picture. Mm-hmm. And like I know exactly which periods of my life I was skinniest and which ones I had gained a lot of weight yeah. and like it's it's this like visceral feeling of shame where you see a picture where you're where I've like gained weight and it's like oh I never want to go back to that Mm -hmm. and it's like you know I don't even think about it it's very unconscious right um but it's such a problem I don't know I remember like my uh a month ago was my brother's wedding Mm -hmm. and I do you remember this I was here Mm -hmm. I was in New York the week before my brother's wedding yeah And I was like, I told Connie, I was like, I want to look okay. Like, I need to fit into my bridesmaid dress. I don't want my arms to look too fat. I don't want my face to look too fat. And I literally didn't eat any carbs that whole week. I remember. And Connie was like, that is stupid and not sustainable. And I was like, I know it's not sustainable. I'm not talking about sustainability. I just want to look skinny in this dress. Which didn't work, obviously, but... No, but you look good in the photo. Mm. Not endorsing that you should do that, <laughs> yeah. but, like... But I didn't eat. Do you remember? But also, backstory, I'm, like, I'm, like, Angela's, like, number one, like, supporter in how she looks. Always. I'm always, like, wow, you look so good today. Wow, you look so fit. Like, wow, you're so tan. You I would never say that I look fit. Yeah, or not fit. I'll be like, wow, you look like you look you look like extra skinny today, which I love because it means you're a good friend. But at the same, because you know it's what I want to hear. But at the same time, it's not. No, but at the same, I don't say it because I know it's what you hear. I say it because I notice it. So it's not like in a compliment, like ooh, Angela, like you're looking skinny today. It's more just like you're looking skinny, and we've talked about these things before too. You know what I mean? So it's like that's why I'm like. I'm, like, I'm staring at her. <laughs> I was like, we can't see that. I'm staring at her because before her we started this really podcast big. too, I was like, and this sounds a lot like I'm lecturing Angela, which I'm not because I'll share like my whole half of it too. But before we started the podcast, I'm like, so at least are you aware that skipping meals is like not good? And she's like, yes. And I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. And I was telling her it could be worse and people go through so much worse too. Yeah. But I still want you to know that it's not good to skip meals, you know? Yes, and I acknowledge that. I know it's not. But then, yeah, like I know it's bad and Mm -hmm. I know it's not healthy and I know like in the long run it's going to screw up my body. Let's hope that's not true. But... At the same time, I still do it. You yeah. know, like no, I yeah. know it's I know it's bad, but I still do it. Yeah. Because there's this nagging feeling that I should lose weight. Yeah. And I think it's a good decision that we don't have a scale. Because yeah. it would just reinforce it. That's one thing we don't have a scale. And we were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But because we thought it would be more healthy, quote unquote. But yeah. then we would just be kidding ourselves. Like, we would just be monitoring our Like, obsessed weight. with the number. Yeah, which is terrible. Yeah. It means nothing. Yeah, it doesn't. So, what's your story? Yeah. Well, I guess speaking of scales, I was telling Angela, this weekend I went home, and I, like, at home, I they, my sister's house has a scale, my parents' house do, too. And mm. I stayed at both this time, so obviously I weighed myself at both. And then, yeah, I was telling her, like, I gained weight, at least since I've been in New York. And then there's part of me that's like, sure, probably some of it's muscle because I, like, worked out more. Mm -hmm. But then I'm sure some of it isn't. And then this was the first time, I think, in whoever knows how long I can remember that I wasn't, like, upset. I was kind of just like, oh, okay. I think that's That's a really commendable thing, too. But then that the fact that I noticed that this was the first time, too, was, like, a big milestone. You know what I mean? And I think it goes, for me, it's, like, the idea that, yeah, I'll always be insecure about my body, too. Yeah. Like, forever. I think it's something that it's hard to be really, like, you know what? I'm never going to be insecure ever again. Like, I think it will always be insecure somewhere or another. But I think, yeah, like, similarly for me, I was, like, chubbier when I was little. But then I think I was, like, in my own little world that I didn't really think of anything. which is 
how childhood should be. Yeah, and I was kind of just like, eh, whatever. Like, I have a belly. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you oh, know, girl, like it's yeah. fine. And I think for me, it was more like all my friends in middle school and high school were like skinny white girls, mm-hmm. and I was like a not a skinny Asian girl, mm-hmm. which is okay. Oh but like you know, it's just like hard when you don't look the same especially like i'm not i felt like i wasn't as like skinny as them i like couldn't fit into like do you remember hollister shirts yeah were so tight yeah they were and like if you could see everything yeah there's no hiding nothing like that and i remember feeling so accomplished when i could fit like when i could shop at hollister yeah because i was like oh my gosh like my my fat stomach doesn't Because it's like, like you made it in your mind yeah. of like what you wanted. Yeah. And no one else in the world gives a crap about what you wear. You, I mean, maybe in middle school. But no, but it's but like, no one uh, notices, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, she's she's just another teenager wearing a Hollister <laughs> t-shirt. No, but know? for you, it's like such a big deal. Yeah. But the fact that it was such an accomplishment is a problem. Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's so bad. It is. And it's just hard. I feel like I've done it all. Like... I've tried to calorie count. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I got over it. I've tried to not eat, but I've told Angela this a million <laughs> times. I, if you know me, you know how much I love to eat. Yeah, she like, I'm always snacking. I love food. I love eating. So I could never be, I could never restrict like not myself yeah. from eating. Yeah. But definitely, like I told Angela this too, and like I haven't really shared this with a lot of people, but I definitely had a phase where, I wouldn't say I was like bulimic. But, but I definitely had that phase of, like, binge eating and then, like, making myself throw it up because that was, like, my thing. Because yeah. I couldn't give up food. So why don't I just, like, throw it up instead, like, yeah. in my mind? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I say that more, like, lighthearted now because I was able to get over it. And thankfully, it ha- it didn't become something that was so damaging and, like, drastic. Yeah. Which it easily could have been. You know, yeah. like, so many people go through that, even now, I'm sure. But... Yeah, I think because... I remember being really shocked when yeah. you told me that. Granted, it was like, it was a short period of time because you've yeah. been to your senses before, but it's it just shows how easy it is to get caught up into... Oh, for like, sure. I'm sure you knew it was wrong. Yeah. But you just... It's like what we're talking about. We yeah. know in our minds it's You know it's, it's wrong. wrong, but it's like, you just feel guilty yeah. for eating. And then on top of that feeling it was wrong and it like physically hurt yeah like i hate throwing up throwing up is gross but oh, like man you know like it physically hurt but like oh, in your mind you're like i'm so fat that like yeah and then it's worse because like you feel guilty because you when you're binge eating you're like oh my gosh i ate like even more yeah. than i was supposed to so it becomes this like unhealthy thing but yeah i was like oh, thankfully able to like mentally snap out of it yeah but then that was like what in high school i know but that's when it's the worst yeah so that was in high school and then i think since then it's just always been like this constant like trying this diet or trying this fat or like trying to restrict this or like trying to restrict that and then i think in college when i really gained like freshman 15 or 20 Mm. that like freaked me out because i was like oh my gosh i've never weighed so much yeah yeah and that made me more conscious of like wanting to be like quote unquote healthy and lose weight and like everything yeah. and I think even just talking about it now it's like I kind of just brush it off because it not in the sense like I don't think it's important to talk about but in the sense where I'm just like mentally tired of it right you know what I mean it's just the same thing over it's just the same cycle again. over and over again of like eating this feeling like I'm fat trying to do this thing trying to exercise trying to diet trying mm-hmm. to calorie count trying to like not eat trying to like make myself like have to be sick after like trying all these things like and I think that's why at this point in my life I'm just like sick of it because I felt like I had to go through such drastic like trying everything and like nothing worked but do you think that you are in a okay just to to ask you the same question that you asked yeah you now compared to you 10 years ago do you think you've overcome something do you think that you know yourself better when it comes to your weight mm-hmm. and your body image? Yeah. Like, how have you matured? Do you feel that you've matured in the 10 years? Because my answer was no. I think I have. Because I think about it a lot. 
about, about like I reflect back on like because it was such and I feel like I had such a scary like time like that mm-hmm. that I think about it a lot and I actually like talk to Jubo about it a lot interestingly because he's one of the only people I like really told but it's different because he's a guy mm-hmm. so he has like a limited understanding and on top of that he's like a leaner guy yeah so he has like a limited oper- like understanding but he's still I still like kind of reflect and like talk to him about it just because that's my way of like thinking right. about it and I think like over the years I have changed and matured in that mentality of like I like now I'm more interested in like really just being like healthy mm-hmm. and not like over exercising limiting my eating that kind of healthy like I think being in like nursing school listening to like all my like mind body green podcasts yeah. or like reading about like being a vegan versus being like paleo or like all these different diets I like reading about it just to know like what's actually functionally healthy for your body I've actually I haven't asked you this but your fascination with like veganism and your yeah. paleo diets and your fasts whatever. yeah my um, daniel fast your daniel fast uh-huh. like I what is that stemmed in you know like what is that rooted in is that in you what can you define what your image of being healthy is then right okay because are we moving away from the weight part completely Uh like are you able to say that you can separate those two like your weight and being healthy maybe i'm in the middle okay okay and that's where i think if you were to say yes i would have been really really impressed because i can't i (laughs) there's I wouldn't be able to. No, and I think, like, that's where I see it. Like, if I were to physically lay it out, it's, like, when I was in high school, in college, like, I was really insecure, and, like, that was, like, my lowest point of being, like, really insecure, and I cared so much about the number and the weight and, like... Because you were at your heaviest. Do you think that was Or I think it was just, like, the heaviest, also just, like, society, also just, Mm -hmm. like, in high school, I feel like that's when... At least I felt, like, the most aware of how I looked, yeah, you know what I mean. Do that. <laughs> and then, like, I think so. Then, but then, like, moving now, it's to the point where I like. That's what I meant by like. Of course, I'll always have those days where I feel like. Oh yeah. Oh, like I feel so like fat, or I feel like I can't fit into this, or I should like go run a little bit because I ate like three yeah. cupcakes or something. Like you know, I'll always have that mentality. But I think recognizing this weekend and realizing like you know what I don't really like care as much. Yeah. Was like a big step towards like separating weight from being healthy okay because i think now i'm more fascinated about like health quote unquote okay because i was so obsessed with like weight okay and now it's this transition of like i want to educate myself on what it means to be healthy and like what my body like this sounds so hippie of me but like what my body thrives off of yeah and like figuring that out so i could just be like happy you know what i mean and like i think like, a big thing for me is, like, my weight, like, where I am now on my weight, I've always been, like, this, around this weight. Okay. But it's, like, I know my body just naturally, like, this is where it's comfortable. Okay. Like, even if I try to lose weight, I never really do, but I won't, like, really gain weight unless I, like, overeat uh-huh. continuously. So, like, I've learned over the years that this is just comfortably, like, where my body really? is. Like, plus, minus, like, a couple pounds. Right. Yeah, like and, like, I think whatever. that's why I'm, like, more okay with, like, the idea of a number. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then more, like, more about, like, being, like, vegan or paleo. I like learning about it just to see, like, what foods I can try that will, like, work well with my body. Like, an interesting thing is that a lot of people, you know, there was, like, the whole thing about how eating, like, five small meals a day is better than eating, like, three big ones a day. Okay, in terms of, like, metabolism? Yeah, okay. and so, like, I've always been a snacker. Like, I snack all the time. Mm-hmm. But then this year, I've been switching more into just, like, trying to limit the snacking so I can focus more on just, like, three meals a day. Okay. And it's actually, like, helped my metabolism. And I feel better. Like, everything's a lot more, like... I feel, like, more consistent in my bowel measurement. And, like, <laughs> you know, like... And it's just, like, little things like that where I'm, like, oh, my body feels better like this. Okay. But not necessarily because, like, oh, snacking's bad. Like, yeah, it might have stemmed from that, like, snacking, like, eating chips, like, stuff. I want to cut that out. Right. But it's also for the fact, like, I just feel physically better. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. it's like Do you think it's to... in the quality of your food that you've been eating? You also have been working out a lot more recently um, with your class passes and everything. So do you think that your metabolism, like, metabolism has improved? Like, what would you credit your improvement, improvement in metabolism to? Your less snacking and more, like, substantial meals? Or... Like working out, or working out, or or like these new vegan foods you've been trying. <laughs> I know I actually don't really eat vegan though. I know you don't, but, but it's like but when I like, like to try. Making, yeah, yeah, you like I just like trying banana bread or those like spirulina things you buy from Whole Foods. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more okay because I think the working out it's just been more like. It's seen. I have like phases where it's more and when it's not. Like this whole past month, I haven't really worked out because it's just been busy. Oh. But okay. so I think it's more. But you still feel the change in your metabolism. Yeah, because and so I you can think go on and snacking? on about this boring thing for people, but it, it because the article I was reading was saying that your body when you snack it interrupts the whole rhythm of like a metabolism cycle, ah. so your body can, can never fully metabolize. So it has to, like, kind of, like, stop midway and then restart when you start eating again because it all starts from, like, chewing. What article is this? On Mind, Body, Green. It was, like, a nutritionist. No, but then I had this talk with somebody else, and they were like, oh, but my body, like, really... I like eating five meals a day. Huh. So I think that's what I mean. Like, it's just learning, like, what I think is good. And then in ten years, I could be like, oh, nope, eating five meals is better for me. You know what I mean? That's cute. Have you ever, okay, so you know how everyone says, like, oh, the minute I ate healthier, I, like, felt this jump in my energy level, and my metabolism was just working great, and I just feel wonderful. I've never experienced that, uh-huh. maybe because I eat, like, shit sometimes, but no, do I, you have those, like, epiphany moments where yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like to be healthy? No, I did. And it was from, okay, so I did a Daniel, I do, I did slash do Daniel fast sometimes, and I do that strictly for, like, my religious purposes, not for food. Oh. I do it because biblically in the Bible, Daniel did it, and it's just my way of being disciplined to God and, like, showing God that, like, I really want to, like, center my day around you and, like, really limit outside things so I could, like, focus on you, and that includes food. How long are they? So, it's for three weeks. And you can kind of, like, I mean, it's, like, up to your judgment, I guess, if you want to do it however long. But, like, in the Bible, it's, like, three weeks. Oh, okay. Um, and that's, like, strictly vegan, no caffeine oh also, God. which was the hardest part because I love coffee. And, like... I would fail all you, my classes. And you can't even drink, like, tea. It's just water. Really? And, like, strictly things that grow from the ground. Oh. So oh you're, like, God. really, and like, you know? And it's, like, I've definitely had times where I'll, like eat chips that are like quote-unquote vegan but that's still like processed food you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's really going to the core of like things oh, that's like that tough. but while eating like while eating like that and li- not having caffeine for three weeks i really felt good really really i didn't have afternoon slumps like all the typical like mishmash yeah. people say about not drinking caffeine yeah it's real i had so much more energy i never got headaches I was so much better hydrated. That wasn't even good English. I didn't have like three, four o'clock like afternoon slumps where I felt so tired. I didn't have like the adrenaline anxiety peak and then like a crash. Like I didn't have any of that. And food wise, like I went to the bathroom so regularly. Mm. I felt like my stomach was never bloated. I didn't feel like ever indigested. I never felt like uncomfortable eating food. Like... I mean, granted, some of the but food, food was, was so not, limited. Like, it was bland, yeah. so I didn't enjoy it as much, but my body yeah. did. You know what I mean? And so the minute that you ended the fast and you started eating everything else, no, yeah, and you did can you feel, feel the it. Slump? Yeah, for sure, you can feel it. But then you get back into the rhythm of eating those things again, and then you forget how well, you like, forget how what it feels felt. like, and then now you're just like, oh yeah, like I I did that before, but. Wow. You know what I mean? So I think it's real. I think for sure, like, people who are, like, 
But is it... Oh, sorry, continue. No, people who are like, yeah, like, oh, like, veganism is the best way of life. Like, I totally can see how you would feel that good on, like, a vegan diet. But for you as a lover of food... Yeah, I can't. Is that feeling of amazing health (laughs) worth the trade-off of not eating anything that you actually want to eat? No, and so that's where I think you need to find the balance. Yeah. And that's what I mean by the whole, like, what can work with your body and I don't know why this became a nutrition podcast but I know I was like this I we you know what we just went down this road it's fine no but it's, it's like, also it's, it's I important. love it I like talking you about I know it. I have nothing to contribute because I'm not nutrition no but then that's what I mean I be, I feel like I've spent so much of my life restricting food hating food having such a bad relationship with food yeah. where now I'm like starting to really enjoy it and really understand like that's really nice what like and something I can't like think of. The part myself. of, like, the food nourishes your body so well. And yeah. it's, like, our energy source. Yeah. And I think that's... But then, yeah, bringing it all back together, I'll still have days where I'm, like... In the back of my mind, there's a voice that's, like, should you really be eating that? Like, you Connie, know, you're like, so much more really mature like... than me in things like this. Because I still think, like, a 15-year-old when it comes to eating men. No, but it's, it stems from different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like for you, it was a lot more traumatizing, and it started so much younger. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's tough. Yeah. And I, like, want so badly to be able to say that I've, like, grown and, like, come to these realizations that weight is only as as big of a thing that as you make it to be. Yeah. But it's so hard not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like... Whether it's fitting into clothes. You know, one Okay, here's one thing. Like, when I was buying interview clothes for... I guess, well, I already had to... Like, buying interview clothes for, like, when I was interviewing for nursing school. And then I brought them back out for when I was interviewing for jobs. And I remember looking in the mirror and thinking, like... I mean, I, it looks fine. It's, like, a suit, you know? Like, a mm-hmm. skirt and a, and a suit jacket. But I just felt unprofessional because I at the back of my mind I was like I would look so much better if I like were 10 pounds slimmer like mm. and then there's so many biz, biz, blech, business casual <laughs> clothes that like would look so much nicer if I were a little bit taller and a little bit slimmer mm. and it's like obviously it's not true but in my head it is yeah you know and like now my entire wardrobe is freaking biz cash because all yeah. I wear. But it's like when you see things on the models, they're not realistic. But you can't help but think, why can't it look like that on me? Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe I should do more exercises so that my back looks better. And then maybe I should do more arm exercises so that, like, it looks leaner. Because mm-hmm. then it would, like, look better in these, like, blouses. I don't know. I don't... It's just... It's such a convoluted issue that is so deeply ingrained in my brain that that's why I feel like I haven't really made any progress. No, for sure. And I think it will be something deeply rooted. I think until you just, like, are like, you know what, I'm... Yeah. I want to, like, change. That's but it's hard to get there. But when will you know I, I get mean? there? Exactly. Will and I get there when I, like, reach a certain weight? Because there's this one thing in the podcast that we were listening mm-hmm. to was, like, she put it so eloquently in saying that women will always be like, oh, just five more pounds. Yeah. Like, I look good and I'm proud of this, but just five more pounds. Can you imagine what I would look like if it were five more pounds? Yeah. And it's, like, that resonated so much with me because that has been my life since I was eight years old. You know, it's like, oh, just like five more pounds. It's possible. Yeah. And then I think it's even worse that I have old pictures from when I was 15 or when I was like 20, whatever, when I wasn't eating healthy in college and in high school. Because it's like, if that was a comp, like, if I could accomplish that once, I could do it again. Yeah. And I stop myself when I do think that because Mm -hmm. it's like sophomore year of college, I was pretty skinny. But it was because I was stressed out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And it was like the worst grades I had in college. And it was just, I remember thinking how I was just in a really bad place. I was like really upset with life. And 
not like okay that sounded really traumatic yeah. but but it was I remember being really unhappy that whole year and that's why I was skinny and that's why people noticed that I was skinny but it's hard not looking at pictures and been, being like oh my arms were so skinny in that picture can I achieve that again yeah and then I think because sophomore year in college was such a shitty year that I can think like no it's not worth it yeah yeah, yeah. you have that like backstory exactly yeah it's not worth being skinny if it means that I was so stressed out yeah in my life I guess that's where I'm a little more mature no (laughs) where I can I can actually link like and I think you have to credit yourself for that you know what I mean I know but it's also just like a tiny tiny step in well and tiny step is better than no step yeah. And it's like, you're right. Who knows? Like, maybe it'll take you 10, 15 more years. Yeah. Maybe it'll be something you struggle with even when you're, like, 70. Like, yeah. It'll be something that everyone, I think, always struggles with to some extent. Yeah. But I think you're right. Like, maybe you'll reach a certain point. Like, if you have a daughter or something mm-hmm. else happens and you're like, you know what? I think it's more important to, like, you'll find, you'll reprioritize, like, that aspect right. of your life. Right. You know? That's true. It's just the way you frame it. Yeah. So. Anyways. <laughs> so anyways. So anyways, we're going to rename our podcast to that. Yeah. I think, I'm glad we talked about this topic. I think so too. I think it's healthy. Oh, I felt weird. Is it healthy? No, I think it's no. healthy to talk about it. No, I know. Yeah. I think so too. I feel like, and like, I want to thank you for opening up about your topics because you were saying that you didn't really talk to a lot of people about them Uh I feel like mine I I think I always joke that I was like a fat kid and it it'll always stay with me because I think it's true but I just want other people out there to know if they ever have had traumatizing experiences like girl I'm with you yeah. <laughs> because it's yeah I remember like I remember so many little moments like they were yesterday yeah like I remember I got my wisdom teeth out when I was 17 before I went to college uh-huh. and I looked like a chipmunk uh-huh. and I went to see my aunt and my like my old traditional Chinese aunt who uh-huh. you know is super blunt and she goes oh my god did you gain weight like don't gain more weight <gasps> and my dad my brother my brother goes no she didn't gain weight she's just swollen and like the fact that my aunt took one look at me and thought I like had swollen up like just gained a shit ton of weight before college was you know it's sad of course and I wasn't even that fat I remember before I went to college yeah but Asian Asian families that's one layer yeah for sure but I think like yeah, I think it's important and it's good that we talked about it and talked about like our different experiences because it's like I'm sure everyone has some Their sense own stories. Of it. And I think yeah. the worst is feeling like you're alone and nobody understands. Yeah, but this is one topic where we know for sure everyone understands. So many people have, yeah, yeah, know exactly that feeling. Yeah, and it's like every, and hopefully, I think at least for me, the biggest thing I would want for anyone listening is for you to just kind of reflect on it too and like think you know like where did this start from and like have like how we were reflecting like have I has anything changed mentality wise from like 10 years ago and if it hasn't that's totally fine yeah but at least you took that time to like reflect yeah which we normally don't do yeah that's everything in life is so much about looking ahead that we never look back and think about like what did we learn what did how did we grow like and it's okay if yeah, and it's okay you didn't if you grow that much. Or it's like it's okay if you feel exactly the same. Yeah, like at yeah. least you know that in this moment then you feel the same. Yeah. And that's like that in itself I think is like beneficial. And then for other people it could be like, yeah, I changed so much and it's like you should like celebrate that and think about how you want to grow going forward yeah. and change that. Good advice, Connie. We should be like wow. advice people. Okay, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> But look, we have a t- newly 24-year-old Connie Rue, one, and she's one just spewing wisdom. <laughs> I'm really not. We're not, not. Yeah, don't stroke her ego. Yeah, literally, <laughs> everyone's going to listen to this and be like, what is this girl saying? Oh, man. 
No, but anyways, I think it was good. Okay. It was fun. We're going to finish these cupcakes now. I know. With some milk. We bought milk. We did buy milk. Yeah, meal prep for the week. Oh, I don't do meal prep. I don't meal prep either. It's just a busy week. Connie does, so... No, I really don't. It's just a busy week, so I feel like I won't have time to cook. So I feel like I should cook now. (laughs) I was just going to say... Earlier, but right before we filmed, or we filmed this, right before we recorded this, I told Connie I only have like $100 left <laughs> to spend in the month of July, according to my budget. And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, at least there's only 10 days left, so... Excuse me, 8 days. 8 days? Oh, 9. There's 31 days. Yeah. In. Damn it. It's okay. Anyways, budgeting will be a whole another topic. I'll have cereal for lunch tomorrow. Hey, at least you're having lunch. Hey! <laughs> okay, well, if you listen this long, let's see how long it is. Oh, it's 50 minutes! That's the longest one we've had yet. How long was our other one? Not 50. I think 40-something. Oh, well, you know what? If you made it to the end of this podcast... Kudos! Literally kudos to you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I know. And if you have some fun stories you want to share, let us know. Or if you have similar stories, let us know too. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to make it more like interactive. Like people say like, oh yeah, your podcast was great. But yeah, 80% like, of the listeners are Connie's friends. So. Because Angela doesn't, po- like, I think she's shy about her podcast. I don't publicize it. Because we, well this one I'm actually proud of. <laughs> Not like her other one. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm proud of all of them. Well you heard it right here. <laughs> Our first one was great, like prime dishwashing happening in the background. Um, okay, but yes, I'm just if you kidding. made it this I'll, far, thank you. We need a publicity team. Of who? It's just yeah. us two. <laughs> I don't want to publicize. Okay, we're... Oh, I didn't sign up for this. Okay. Have a great week. We will come to you soon. <laughs> okay. Okay, bye. Bye.